Redbird Buzz, the official podcast of Illinois State University. I'm Rachel Kobus from Alumni Engagement. Years before Tiara M. Tucker became an award-winning communications and public relations strategist, she was a Redbird who completed her undergraduate work in public relations and received a master's in communication. She was also a participant in various Dean of Students leadership programs while on campus. The experiences in education served her well, as Tiara has completed nearly 20 years at a Fortune 50 company with more than a decade in public affairs. Beyond her corporate role, Tiara started the charitable organization Speak That Movement, which is an impact-driven initiative to equip and empower professional women while also focusing on mental health issues and social justice roadblocks. She is also the founder and CEO of Tiara PR Network, a communications boutique providing executive-level communication support and public relations strategies for professionals, organizations, and high-profile projects. Her work as an entrepreneur and empowerment connector was recognized this year by the ISU Alumni Association when she received the inaugural Andrew Purnell Jr. Trailblazer Award. Today, we're excited to be joined by two-time communication alum, CEO and founder of Tiara PR Network and Speak That Movement, Tiara M. Tucker. So, Tiara, what's the word, Redbird? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, 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 everybody. I am so excited, first of all, to be on this podcast. So, my name is Tiara Tucker, and I like to say that I'm the wearer of many tiaras because I do find myself wearing multiple hats, as you I mentioned. Love it. I um, love it. I have my uh, communications and PR boutique firm where I work with established business professionals, organizations, speakers, and high-profile projects that um, really want to make a difference in the community. I have my nonprofit organization, Speak That Movement, which actually has its roots in Bloomington, Normal, Illinois, which we could talk about a little later. Yes, please. Uh, corporate career. Um, I'm from Illinois, now living in Dallas, Texas, and I'm just really on a mission to uh, walk in my purpose and make a difference. We love hearing that. And, and that's why we had Tiara on here. She is, I'm going to start off by saying one of the inaugural recipients of the Andrew Purnell Jr. Trailblazer Award from Illinois State's Alumni Association. And that award recognizes innovators, groundbreakers, and those that are courageously making positive change. And Tiara, you are definitely someone making positive change in the world. Um, and we're going to talk a lot about your entrepreneurship. So I'd love to kick it off and, and start more about, can you talk about how you've become the empowerment connector that you are and how that relates to the passions you have and how that maybe helped launch Speak That? Yes, definitely. So um, as I reflect on my life, I realized that Ever since I was a little girl, I've always had a passion for speaking, a passion for connecting others. And um, I jokingly yet seriously say that one of the first times that I won a, a, a major award, I wrote a letter to Santa when I was a little girl. And I found that there was power in words. And so my letter uh, allowed me to get on a choo-choo train with Santa Claus. Fast forward a couple of years later in middle school, I wrote um, a short book for the Illinois State Young Authors Competition. Oh, it was my right. first time writing and my book was called No Way Out. I didn't realize at the time it was an inspirational, empowering book 
about young people who are living in a small community and some made it off to college, others didn't. As I think about that, I'm like, how would I have even known to write about that? But the significance of it was when I won that competition, my prize was to go to Illinois State University. Oh my gosh, stop. Attend the award ceremony. Okay. So here I am 10, 11 years old and I'm on the campus of ISU because I won an award. And I remember saying, when I grow up, I want to go to ISU. And as Destiny would have it, I did. So throughout my journey, I was a leader in middle school, a leader in high school, went to ISU, and I just had an amazing experience connecting with people um, with diverse backgrounds and working on different leadership projects. And, um, and I really just learned so much and connected with so many people and I kept it going. Yeah. So after graduation, I stayed in Bloomington, Normal, Illinois, and I started my corporate career. And even in my corporate career, I made it very clear that I had a passion and a dream to work in our communication space, our public affairs space. Okay. So I just kept that interest and that passion going. And so I landed a job I'm working in the area that I love. And then I still kept going on the side, right? So there's something about not letting your passions go away, but you keep them within you and you keep that fire burning. So on the side, I would find people would ask me to help them with communications efforts, whether it was yeah. writing, editing. Um, I was hosting different events in the Bloomington Normal community after graduation. And so one day I really just put a name on it. And I called it TRPR Network, right? To make it more formal <laughs> and official. And then Speak That Movement came about again, living in Bloomington Normal after graduation. And I was spending New Year's in Chicago and I was with a Grammy award-winning artist and my friend who also attended ISU. And I asked him, I said, I would love for you to come to Bloomington and be a guest. And I, I would love to have you come to ISU, you know, Bloomington to be a guest. And he was like, make it happen. So I said, okay, so here's this Grammy award-winning spoken word artist, a writer. And so he challenged me on January 1st, 2011 to make it happen. And I did. So I created an event that I ended up calling Speak That. And it was a community event. I brought in people from the community to talk about um, basically spoken word, right? The power yes. of words and empowering and entertaining and inspiring people. Um, there was a blizzard. Something about me in February <laughs> and Bloomington no. Normal and blizzards. Oh, no. So in 2011, there was a blizzard the day of my of there was. Yes. So I pivoted it to March. And March is when I had the event. And it was amazing. And so from that first Speak That event in March of 2011, I never stopped. And eventually Speak That evolved to now Speak That Movement, which is a nonprofit organization that focuses on women empowerment, mental health, and social justice. So spoken word is still the foundation, but not spoken word in the form of entertainment, but in the form okay. of empowerment and motivation and inspiring people to go after their dreams. Yeah. And it's grown. You podcast, virtual events, in-person events. You're, you're just an overall, like you said, and you're an empowerment connector, for, especially for women and professional women. So I, I just think it's amazing. And to hear that story, that's, that's great. But the other thing I have to mention too is Tiara is an innovator in the sense of she had to pivot and that was a big word pivot for her first event but then 2020 happened and you had to pivot big too because 
we shut down in many places. So I feel like Speak That movement still had to keep going. You have these topics that are never going to stop. They need to continue to be talked about. So can you discuss a little bit of how in 2020 did you continue to have Speak That movement empower people? Absolutely. So um, prior to COVID, I was hosting events in the Dallas community and I would bring in special guest speakers and entrepreneurs and we would just have a great conversation and a networking event. So when COVID hit, um, I felt an obligation to continue to be a voice to people because so many of us, everybody was hurting. And I found that I was having isolated conversations with individuals and we were talking about things such as social injustice, you know, what was going on around us. Um, we were talking about issues such as Black Lives Matter and um, living through this unknown and life of COVID, you know, which yeah. we're still talking about. Yeah. And so um, obviously that was a time where mental health issues was on the rise with depression and anxiety and fear and so much. So I had this burning desire to go live on Facebook one day when I wasn't going live prior to that. I would have occasional events where I would go live, but this would have been a, a time where I just wanted to go live, welcome people to a platform to just talk. It was that simple. And so because I'm a little extra, I couldn't just go live. I said, well, let me call it something. I called it Speak That Talks and I made a flyer and I was preparing to go live. And then right before on that Thursday of May of 2020, I was like, I can't just talk about myself. So I invited a good friend who also is an ISU alum, Javon okay. Martin. I said, will you join me to go live so that we can talk about what's going on? He said, sure. So we literally went live on Speak That Talks, the very first episode. And the topics of the day were Ahmaud Arbery, quarantine life, COVID, you know, social unrest. And then the audience started growing. People were tuning in. They were chiming in in the comments because I wanted to create an interactive experience, yes. unedited, unfiltered, and uncensored. So after week one, I said, okay, I want to do it again. So I brought in another guest who was an entrepreneur in Dallas. And then after that, I said, okay, I'll go live again. So for over 50 consecutive weeks, there was a Speak That Talks going live every single Thursday. That's amazing. That's amazing. So what can you talk about? What was one of your favorite topics? Wow. Or memories or guests? Yeah. So one of my favorite, and they and I love them all because oh, yes, I have yes. speakers from all over the country. Um, I even have publishers reaching out, wanting their clients to be on the show. Mm -hmm. So I, I have to say two real quick. Okay. Yep. Yep. One was a guest from, um, she's originally from Africa, but, um, she's now le uh, living in London. And so that was a very special one because it was an international guest. Mm -hmm. So at that moment, speak that movement naturally gain an international audience. Something that started in Bloomington normal now have people in other countries tuning in. The second one I would say will reign as a very um, special one was a family um, by the name of the Robertsons and their loved one, Devari Robertson was murdered by police. And so I just I, I grew a bond with this family yeah. because the mother, Miss Arlene Robertson, she reached out to me because she saw my name on a flyer for a social justice event 
that I was speaking at and that I was coordinating. And so she reached out almost with hope and desperation that somebody would just hear her story about her family and her son who was murdered by police. So when we talked on the phone, I just felt something that said, you need to help her. I didn't know what to do. I'd worked with so many families that were impacted by social justice when I worked on PR cases yeah. with other civil rights attorneys. But something felt special about this one. So long story short, I ended up working with the family and I created my first production called Speak Their Stories, which you can find online. Okay. And so it was a, a video that I co-produced. I had my little cousin come in and join me with production work. I had my Speak That Movement team and we created this zero budget production. And I brought the family on a Speak That Talks episode okay. where we aired the, the show, speak, the, the speak Their Stories. And I also talked to the family. So you grew even more, even yeah. in COVID, you grew this. And then from your talks, you grew even more. You are just a continuing connector and continuing empowerment. I'm just going to say it over and over again. And I think that leads to part of Speak That Movement. If you could talk a little bit about you grew it so you have a mission of these four pillars. So I think that's inspiring in the sense for those that want to create their own organizations, whether it's nonprofit or small business. Could you talk about those four pillars and how someone can follow what you've done to maybe look at what you're doing and start their own? Yeah, so the four pillars of Speak That Movement are dream it, believe it, speak it, and walk it. Yep. And so that was just something that just jumped out at me. Uh, and it really resonates at every episode of Speak There of Speak That Talks. I always concluded with talking about those four pillars and allowing the audience to share their perspective. Mm -hmm. But in a nutshell, when I think about those four pillars, I love to encourage and inspire people to continue to dream big, dream it. Um, we have to believe, we have to dream. As I think back to being a little girl who went to Illinois State University to win an award, and I dreamed that one day I would go there, and now I have two degrees from there and was recently honored again there. So that's dreaming, and it's dreaming big. It's dreaming with no limits. And then you have to believe it. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in, in um, your gifts, your skills, your abilities, and you have to speak it. And that goes to speaking things in, into existence. I really believe in the power of manifestation. I believe in the power of self-talk. I believe that we have to speak positivity over our own lives, as well as the lives of others. Yeah. And then also walk it. And that's one of my favorite ones because we can dream all day. We can believe it. We can talk about it. But if we're not putting in the work, if we're not taking those steps, that's the action, that's the execution. And I love to tell people it's about progress, not perfection. So you have to just take the baby steps. And then as long as you keep walking forward, you will see your dreams come true. And most importantly, you have to make sure you're making a difference. You have to think of others. And that's how I think your legacy continues long after you're here. Yeah, well, I don't even want to end this interview because that would have been a great ending, but we're going to keep going because you're just ramping up. Uh, and you live, you live that yourself. You live your four pillars. And I think the other thing that's important to talk about is Tiara has a 20 plus year professional full-time job. Like this, her speak that movement, like she said, and her PR boutique are her side hustles. And then you're still doing a professional full-time job in corporate public affairs. So 
Can you talk about being a woman entrepreneur? How do you balance a professional career and, and again, being in public affairs on top of it, and then also deciding to manage a business and a nonprofit? How, how does that work? Do you work with the team? Do you... Do you have a, you know, a, do you have a little calendar? Do you have an iPad on you 24-7? I mean, just even things like that. Like, how do you manage being, a, especially a woman entrepreneur, I think is very important to talk about. Yes, well, great question. So, um, actually, I'm going on my 18th year with my corporate career. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so that's a, an excellent question. I get that question a lot. And, honestly, it's really about passion. And, and I don't want to understate that, but I love communications. I love making a difference. And I have been blessed to have an opportunity where my corporate career um, allows me to work in the field of communications. It allows me to work with community organizations. It allows me to work with other entrepreneurs and other uh, business professionals. So as I think about my nonprofit organization, Speak That Movement, Speak That Movement's primary audience is women professionals. Yep. So yep. These are women just like me, just like you, Rachel. Yep. And so I recognize that as women, we deal with certain things. You know, we deal with the, the struggles and the juggles of having a personal life and a professional life. And so Speak That Movement addresses that. And then when I think about my profitable business, Tierra PR Network, that's just allowing me to have clients and other people that I serve and I support who are also business professionals. Yep, okay. So there's that common theme of business professionals, people desiring to make a difference, recognizing that mental health can impact all of us. And so th that's how I'm able to, to manage it all because it's all in alignment. And then as far as Tierra PR Network. I'm blessed to have um, worked with interns. I actually have an intern right now who is amazing, a young female who just graduated from high school. Okay. I started working with her when she was in high school, and now she's with me. And my mission is to pay it forward and pour into her so that she can be the next professional woman in business. With my nonprofit organization, Speak That Movement, I have an executive board of powerful yeah. women. Okay. So all women. Yes. One is an ISU alum. Uh, we all work in corporate America. And so that's how I, I continue to do it. I can't do it alone. Teamwork makes the dream work. And I'm grateful for volunteers, supporters, and all everybody that just believes in the efforts. And that's how it continues to grow. My cell phone is my biggest asset. <laughs> my cell phone is what keeps the machines going. My calendars, my reminders. I, I can work with this phone. So nowadays, as long as you have a cell phone and a strong internet connection, you can make a lot of things happen. And you've proven that. I mean, just everything we've talked about so far. And like you said, having a team is very important. So I, I really admire you for saying sometimes you can't do it alone. And having that team makes you even just a better person too. And you're doing good for others. You're doing good for your community. And like you have an intern already just out of high school like that professional is going to just grow from learning from someone like you. And it's, it's very admirable, Tira. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I think my last question for you is, and we've touched little tidbits and topics of this is storytelling and how important that is. So can you touch a little bit about, and this is a very general question, but I just think all that you do, you, t you know, communication wise, whether it's um, in your boutique, in your nonprofit, in your professional career, it's about the story. And so what 
what makes a good story and why is that important? How has learning to be a good storyteller helped you? Yes. Well, I feel like there's no better time than now to, to learn to be a great storyteller because at the end of the day, we're all, our lives, all of our individual lives are a story. You know, as we deal with the things that we mentioned, the, the, the pandemic and, and mental health and injustices and just being a human being, yeah. everybody's life is a story. And everybody has a different perspective on how they share a story and how they receive and hear a story. So to me, the, the biggest component of storytelling is using your voice, your perspective and owning that and, 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 and knowing that your audience may come from different backgrounds, but finding a way to connect to various audiences using words that multiple people in you know, backgrounds can understand, right? Sometimes you have to just scratch the jargon and tell the story. And I believe that good storytelling, it comes from the heart. And that's, that's just my opinion, right? Yeah, no, I'm going to buy into a story. I'm going to buy into something when I feel it's genuine, when I feel it comes from a place of compassion, a place of honesty. Sometimes you have to walk people through an experience so that they can truly understand it. So when I think about storytelling, really, everybody has a voice and, and it's using your voice to whether you're educating someone, you're empowering, you're motivating, you're inspiring, whatever it is, but it's using your voice and knowing that there's power in your words. Every word in that story has meaning. And, and, and the most important uh, part of the story is the audience. And what do you want them to know, think, do, or feel? Love it. Well, and again, Tara, today you've educated us. You've empowered us. There's a reason you are receiving or have received the Trailblazer Award. So is there anything else you want to add before we sign off with you today? Well, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah. Thank you, ISU alum office. Thank you, yeah. Dr. Terry, our president, and everybody else out there. I'm just so honored. I, I, I love ISU. I have Red Bird proud. I am Red Bird proud, rather. She, she is. Um, yes. There's Red. Look, right now, sporting the Red, even though we told her it was just an audio, still sporting ISU and looking like a proud Red Bird. We love yes. it. Like, I tell people the Red is... That's my ISU colors. The red, Delta Sigma Theta, my sorority colors. Yes. The red, that's the branding for my Tierra PR yes. network. That movement, like I love red. But, but outside of that, I just want to thank the Illinois State University community. Um, I want to just shout out the students out there. I know it's hard right now. Um, we, we're living in different times, but I just want to encourage you all to keep moving forward, keep going after your dreams, continue to make a difference in the world. And to everybody that's listening, just thank you. And as you continue along your journey in life, just think about the legacy that you want to leave behind. To the family of Andrew Purnell Jr., um, I, I vowed and I dedicated myself to continuing to make your family proud as the way your father has lived a life that is making others want to carry on his legacy. So thank you all. Great. Thank you, Tierra, again so much. Was Tierra M. Tucker, 2004-2009 communication alum. Stories like Tierra's make us Redbird proud, and we are so glad we got to share it with you today. Tune in next time for more stories from Beyond the Quad. Thank you.